Getting ready to talk sports with the guys from Polk County Sports Marketing and Tourism. It is Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central brought to you by the Lakeland Ledger. Your host, Ryan Buckley. Thank you so much, Eric. Welcome to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Ryan Buckley joined by my old friend, haven't seen you in a while, Justin LaFerrier. Good to see you, sir. Thank you, man. It's a pleasure to be back. Always enjoy, always enjoy talking sports, man. Even better to do it with you. Stop it now. And listen, Eric, you didn't think I'd do it, but those other two plebeians, they're, they're out of here. They're done. We don't have to worry about them. Mark and Jenna, see ya. This might be a permanent replacement. Haven't even said a word about sports this evening, and they're already getting replaced. They're already getting replaced. I love it. We already have better chemistry. I love it. I have a lot of explaining to do when I get to the office tomorrow. Yes, you do. You're going to get yelled at quite quite early and often. Very early, very often. Um, Yeah, they might as well retire. You know good and well they're not listening. So No, they're fine. And speaking of retirement, another uh, big (laughs) retirement. Great segue. Almost as important (laughs) as this retirement that could happen. Uh, TB12 retiring out of Tampa. Justin, I know as a Patriots fan, this probably had a special place in your heart. It did. It did. Obviously, he 20 years with the Patriots up there. He gave us six championships. uh, A lot of history up there. By far the greatest player to ever play the game. Not just Mm. quarterback. Greatest player to ever play the game, in my opinion. Mount Rushmore of American sports history. Brady's got to be on it. Absolutely. I would think. Uh, This, I mean, it. Surprising, not surprising, really. I mean, he's 22 years in the league, mm-hmm. seven championships. I don't know how many MVPs, records, all that good stuff. What else does the guy have to accomplish? Right. And you could argue he could have had an MVP this year, tight with oh, him and Aaron Rodgers, obviously. Absolutely. But, absolutely. Um, That's not decided yet, but right. I think Rodgers being the odds-on favorite. Absolutely. And, and, and on top of that, now if you look at the Buccaneers – Obviously, a decision to make as free agency comes and the draft comes. Sure. Sitting with Blaine Gabbard as well um, should be a pretty easy fill-in for Tom Brady. Very comparable, right? Is that kind of your analysis on this? Uh, great hair, Blaine Gabbard. <laughs> Very good Unbelievable hair. flowing locks. Terrible NFL quarterback. <laughs> uh, so, no. Actually, to be honest, Buck, I think Gabbard is a free agent. I don't think he's on the roster. You're right. He is. So, the odds on favor right now would be Trask, yep. the second-year QB out of Florida. Again, don't think he's ready. Uh, so if if I was a betting man, uh, and I'm not encouraging any listeners to put money on this. No, but but, but if, if they do. If they do, I would bet on a, a trade for Jimmy G. I'm in the same exact boat. Yeah. Same exact boat. There's been three landing spots for Jimmy G that have popped up. It's been Tampa, Denver, and New Orleans have been the three that yeah, have been rumored. Right. Um, I don't know if a Jameis reunion is necessarily in the works. No. I don't think that makes any sense. No. But Jimmy G has been a big talk, um, as is Russell Wilson, which is another interesting one. Oh, it's very interesting. I think if you're Jimmy G out of those three teams you just uh, put out there, Denver's a maybe. Denver's got yeah. a good squad. they got a good supporting cast, good defense. But the Bucks are probably the one, that, if I'm Jimmy G, I'm like, hey, guys, I want to go there. Right. Like I completely you, agree. If you're going to do right by me, please do so. Put like Find a package to, to put me in Tampa. Because that's a position I can win now. I have yeah. weapons around me. I have a good defense. I mean, you're, you're in the a Bucks, win now position. The Bucks got some free agents they got to clear up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they got Fournette as a free agent. Chris Godwin's down with the ACL injury, free agent. They got a couple uh, guys up on the yeah. on the offensive line as well. JPP, I think's up. Yep. So they could have a lot of holes. Uh, the roster's probably going to look very different. Yeah. But you, you know the 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 uh, excuse me the scheme is there. Mm-hmm. The culture's there. You got guys like Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. Um, Ronald Jones has come along as well in the backfield. 
so I, I I agree with you. The defense is is still going to be good. The secondary is just going to get better. You've got Shaq yeah. Barrett locked up as a uh, top of the line pass rusher. So right, your your linebacking core is pretty solid. So I would agree. I think out of those three teams, the Bucks are probably the one I want to go to. Not to mention the NFC South. Yeah, not the best uh, not the best division when you look at Carolina, Atlanta, and, and New Orleans. Right, and and surprisingly, when you look at all those teams. It's actually kind of a toss-up between quarterback situation with almost every team. Like, it's actually kind of, if you go down the line, it's going to be interesting, right? I mean, Atlanta is going to be an interesting decision. Carolina, you kind of had like a year where you had a carousel of quarterbacks, right? And then in New Orleans, you know, same thing. Jameis obviously getting injured. Taysom Hill coming in for a couple games. Um, Trevor Trevor Simeon Simeon playing a couple games, right? So, I mean, it's just a carousel in the NFC South. So, it'll be interesting to see what each team does and what the reaction is on that route. I agree. I think, uh, you know, again, going back to being a betting man with the situation that Sean Payton left New Orleans in, I think Jameis stays there. Yep. I think he he stays there because he's comfortable there. Mm-hmm. Um, Carolina is going to do something different. They Sam Darnold is clearly not an NFL starter. Nope. Serviceable backup. Yep. Maybe. Uh, Atlanta sticks with Matty Ice, uh, but I think that, that division is clearly winnable. No oh, matter absolutely. what iteration the roster has for the Bucks. So if I'm Jimmy G, I'm knocking on John Lynch's door with the 49ers and saying, hey, if you're getting rid of me, that's the place I want to go. Absolutely, 100%. And and listen, he has the ability to do that because they lost to the Rams. So exactly. he, he is now looking at the future right now. Um, really, honestly, the past two playoff weeks have been oh, no short of amazing. Phenomenal. I mean, you can't make the matchups any better. I would go as far as to say, really, if you look at the playoffs in recent memory, last 20 years, this has been probably some of the best back-to-back-to-back-to-back games that we've been able to watch I mean, by a landslide. More. Pretty much the entire year, the parity amongst the teams in the NFL is razor thin. Like, yeah. there's You could look at even last year, the Bucks, the Chiefs, pretty much with the odds-on favorites, Green Bay. Right. You know, you, there was a top tier of teams that were like, these are the guys that are going to be playing for the Super Bowl. Right. This year, throughout the season, the Chiefs were up and down. The Bucks weren't world beaters. Mm-hmm. Green Bay obviously had a good year, but they were suspect with that defense. Yep. Um, so there really wasn't like, I'm going to put my money on these guys. Right. And, right. It's, and it's shown in some great football over these last few weeks in the postseason. Absolutely. Well, I mean, look at the Super Bowl. You got a four and a four, right? Four and a f- Yeah. Yeah. Four no, and a four. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, LA right. came in yeah, as a four, yeah. and then Cincinnati beating Las Vegas in the first four round. And so a four. four and a four. It's kind of crazy to think about nuts. that. I mean, go back the past couple of years, you would assume a one or a two is obviously going to make it, right? So now you're not even making one through three getting in there. Yeah. And when you look at the firepower that came in, to your point on the parity, so it's Green Bay, Tampa, Dallas. Yep. Dallas goes out in the first round. Gone. Tampa and Green Bay both go out in the second round. Gone. And then you just go to the AFC side. Tennessee gets bounced out in the second round. Um, Kansas City, Kansas City, obviously in the conference championship, and then Buffalo. Buffalo gets bounced second round in the second round to Kansas City. So, a, a lot of parity to your point. What, what are your thoughts? Uh, probably we probably touch on this more in the third segment, but um, right before we get to break, what are your thoughts on? Oh, excuse me. Yeah, what good. are I'm trying to do a run on sentence here? Right. What are your thoughts on you know the the Super Bowl matchup that we have with Joey franchise heading into LA to play Matt Stafford at home game basically for the Rams? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Second year in a row, interestingly enough, yeah. the home team the home team has played the Super Bowl in their stadium. But uh, I think it's going to be an interesting matchup. I think that a lot of people have written the Bengals off throughout these playoffs just because mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. such a young team. Joe Burrow in his second year, Jamar Chase, the top receiver, is a rookie. Yeah, um, that defense is not great. Right, they're serviceable, but their biggest biggest downfall is that offensive line. 
Right. Nine sacks in that second round against Tennessee. Tennessee yeah. And they still somehow come out with that W, so they find a way to win. But they haven't seen a pass rush like what the Rams are going to throw at them with Aaron Donald and Von Miller right. uh, and Leonard Floyd on that on that D-line. So I think this is where the, the Bengals run up against it. You know, I think their luck yeah. may have run out. Don't get me wrong. It's going to be a heck of a game. I think yeah. it's a one-score game in the end. But I think the home field advantage and that pass rush on the Rams' defense is going to be the deciding factor. And I'd love to see Stafford get a get a ring, man. Oh, absolutely. And and his first year out of Detroit, yeah. right? He finally get he breaks the hex. And and I think if you look at the matchups from last week to this week, you have Cincinnati just kind of gets flurried by Kansas City out of the gate. Yep. And then they make adjustments defensively, and it at least controls Mahomes. Exactly. They're playing a different quarterback. I mean, they're playing a quarterback that's not going to be as mobile as Mahomes. Right. Still, still can get out of the pocket. Um, but the weapons on the offensive side, I think, are going to be a little more challenging. I think when you're dealing with, regardless of how Tyreek Hill was playing and Pringle over there, but when you're dealing with a Cooper Cup and an OBJ against that secondary, yep. it's pick your poison at this point, right? How are you going to defend them? Um, on the L.A. side of the ball, I couldn't agree more. I think the pass rush is just going to be a lot for that O-line to handle yeah. um, and a lot for Joe Burrow to handle, quite frankly. I agree. I mean, the offensive line has got to keep him upright. I think Jamar Chase has a subpar game. Granted, he's going up against mm-hmm. Jalen Ramsey, yep. who's got, probably going to be shadowing Chase the entire game. So look for T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, uh, C.J. Uzuma, if he's up, uh, to have big games for Cincy. Close game, but I like L.A. I like it. I'm with you on this one, Justin. And listen, when we come back, we are going to hear from Dwayne Hopkins from the Polk Senior Games. Talk a little bit more about some local competition here Very on Sports cool. Central. Talk Radio 96.7. Talk Radio 96.7. Talking sports on Sports Central. Brought to you by the Hampton Inn Bartow. These guys aren't under any pressure. What are you talking about? It's Ryan and Justin. You are spot on, Eric. We are not. And welcome back to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Great first segment there. Unbelievable. Really good stuff. I mean, great chemistry. Kudos to Eric, too, with the uh, the lead-in music today so far. Great stuff with Prince and then uh, Under Pressure. I like it. Absolutely on spot. Um, listen, you know, obviously we love to promote the big events that we have coming into market. And boy, do we have a big one right around the corner. We have the Polk Senior Games coming into market uh, this month. And on the phone, we have Dwayne Hopkins from the Poke Senior Games. Dwayne, thank you so much for your time and joining us here on Sports Central. Thank you, Dwayne. I know we had the chance we had the chance to talk on uh, TV not too long ago uh, and talk to you about this. So sorry if some of these uh, questions are a repeat from me. But can you just give us a little bit of background and history on the games? And you know, we talked about some of the changes for this year. Can you just you know overview some of those different changes they'll see in this year's competition? Well, the games have been going on for a long time in the United States. The games began in Polk County in 1992, uh, and they've been going on for 30 years since, although last year we suspended the games because of concerns about COVID. But we're very excited about being able to come back into the marketplace uh, today with at least the outdoor events, which is about uh, 40 to 50 different events. And they will start on February the 26th, but registration ends on February the 11th, so it's important to get out the word about that to those who have missed us. Uh, the events range outdoor from uh, archery to bocce field events, uh, like discus, shot put, the triple, long jumps, that kind of thing, fishing, golf singles and mixed doubles, golf putt and chip, horseshoes, lawn bowling, pickleball, 
punt, pass, and kick, the road race, uh, several shooting events, shuffleboard, softball, tennis, track, and walking this year. Unbelievable uh, array of, there, Dwayne. Real quick, I want, yeah, because you mentioned it, sir, where can possible participants register for the games since that deadline is approaching fast? Two ways to do that. The fastest way would be to go online to our website, which is polkseniorgames.org, O-R-G, and download the registration form, fill it out completely, and send it back by mail to the office in Bartow or deliver it if you like. The other way would be to call the office at 863-533-0055 and have the registration form sent to you. But time is running short because we must receive it uh, by next Friday. Yeah, absolutely. So make sure for any for those that are listening, please be sure to register. And Dwayne, when we were on Sports Central TV over at PGTV in Bartow, I know Neil Duncan was knocking on the door to be able to register. But what is the requirement to register for that event uh, from an age Any, standpoint? Anyone, male or female, 50 years of age or older by December 31st of this year is eligible to, com- to compete. And even though we call them the Polk Senior Games, there's no residency requirement. Anyone can enter. We have a lot of the winter visitors who participate. We even had one gentleman come regularly from Europe to visit a friend uh, so that he could participate in the games every year. Very cool, Dwayne. I know you mentioned the vast array of events that uh, uh, participants have the opportunity to participate in, but... Uh, I'm, I'm assuming that most of these uh, games take place throughout the entirety of Polk County. Like how many different locations are we talking about? We're talking about uh, locations from Lakeland to Poinciana with wow. Winter Haven, Bar- okay. Mulberry, Auburndale, Fort Meade. All the areas within the county are involved. And while I'm on that subject, I want to mention, too, that we are a nonprofit. Even though we charge a registration fee to cover the cost of the events, the registration fee is nominal. It's $10 for the first event, $3 for each of the others, up to a maximum of $28. You can participate in more than seven events without any extra cost, depending upon the scheduling availability. There are some modest uh, additional costs for uh, events like uh, golf, pickleball, the shooting events because of the extra cost involved, but very nominal. Yeah. People compete by age, uh, men separately from women in most events, 50 to 54, 55 to 59, 60 to 64, and so forth. And we always have medals. We're trying to treat it like an uh, Olympic Games event, and we offer medals, both gold, silver, and bronze. Yeah, amazing stuff there. No shortage of events to participate in, obviously, throughout the entirety of the county. Um, Dwayne, what is the what would you say is the oldest competitor um, that's in the games or oldest competition group that you've seen that are participating in the sports? I've been at this about 20 years now, and the oldest competitor I can remember was 103 years old. Wow. And, and he was that age. He competed both in... Uh, shuffleboard in a, and in an indoor event that we call Senior Smarts. Uh, he had a little trouble seeing, so he actually used handheld binoculars to watch the pucks as he was playing shuffleboard, for instance. But we've got a number of people in the 90s who compete. Uh, we must have at least three dozen 
people in the 90s who are annual competitors. You know, Buck, we talk a lot on this show about the immense amount of talent that is in Central Florida, but clearly Mm -hmm. that extends all the way up to the seniors here in Polk County and outside of Polk County as well. Absolutely, yeah. Incredible. You know, you asked me a question the other day on TV about medals, and I was embarrassed at the time. Uh, I have been participating, as I said, for 20 years or so, and I do have a few, but they aren't really the important thing to me. The important thing to me has been to meet some new people, uh, competitive people. Uh, There's been a lot of friendly competition, and in some cases we've actually uh, joined forces and competed uh, as team, as teammates from time to time. And all that time, we're getting some exercise and having a lot of fun. And that's what the games are all about, to get seniors out, to keep them active, uh, to keep them going both physically and mentally, and to enjoy themselves. Oh, absolutely. And and certainly the Polk Senior Games provides all of that throughout the county. Dwayne, when someone wants to go out and check out one of these events, obviously they're outdoors, so it gives a great opportunity for people to come check out the different disciplines. Maybe they know someone who's signed up. Are they able? Is it open to the public? And is there a you know an admission fee for any of these events? No, there's no admission fee, and we welcome anyone to come. And you can get the complete list of uh, times for the events by going to that same website, polkseniorgames.org. So we'd love to have you. Awesome. And I also oh, go ahead, mention the, I mentioned the uh, importance of volunteers to the games. When we offer the complete games, there are over 700 volunteers involved. And uh, without them, we couldn't do this, nor could we do it without the sponsors that help us both financially as well as with in-kind gifts. The major sponsors include the Public Supermarkets Charities, the Homer and Annette Thompson Legacy, the James W. Sykes Family, CPS Investment Advisors, and Humana and Max Health but we've got more than 200 others who help us put on the games. Absolutely. It, it takes a village. It takes a village to put on stuff like this. And uh, just one more reminder, head to pokeseniorgames.org for information on registration or also give a call to 863-533-0055 for more information on registration. Dwayne, we know you're busy preparing for the games, but we appreciate your time here on Sports Central, and thank you for all that you do to put on these games. Thank you very much. Thanks, Dwayne. Great guy. An, ama- an amazing series of events that happens in Polk County. And when we come back, we're going to talk about more things that happen in Polk County I and like some it. more news about all the different talent that resides within Polk County. So stick here on Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. We are talking sports on Sports Central. Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central brought to you by Office Furniture Depot. Justin LaFerrier and Ryan Buckley sitting in the sports chairs. Thank you, Mr. Eric. You're sitting in the studio here on Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7. Where it's safe! (laughs) You have the best seat in the house. A great vantage point of the show. Um, Appreciate all that you do, Eric. Absolutely. Welcome back to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Great first two segments. Really cool to hear from Dwayne on that event. Yeah, that's an unbelievable event, annual event here, right? Very excited to have it back here in Polk County this year uh, to allow our uh, very vibrant and enthusiastic seniors to get out and uh, partake in these senior games. Uh, it's, it's very cool to see. Dwayne, sharp dude. Oh, yeah. Love talking with him. Uh, best of luck on that event, man. That's awesome. Absolutely. And, it, you know, it's great 
finding ways to work through conflict, you know, finding ways. So even though COVID's here, he's finding a way to work the event through and still make it accessible to everybody. Uh, not just Polk County residents. I mean, he's bringing people into the county for the Absolutely. event, which is just another bonus on this event being here. I think, uh, you know, everybody, including our seniors, are looking for some sort of respite uh, from mm-hmm. from this COVID. From Oh, yeah. Granted, Florida is a different animal than everybody else. There's no really mm-hmm. not been restrictions for quite a while. But right. any opportunity to get out, compete in a friendly competition outside and just enjoy camaraderie. And the atmosphere that comes with competition itself, I think, is going to be benefit, beneficial for all those participants out there. And I know Dwayne will enjoy the heck out of it as well. Oh, a thousand percent. And and no shortage of opportunities to sign up for that event, right? I mean, plenty of ways sure. to get there, get registered and participate or go check it out. I mean, it's going to be a fun event to check out with all the different disciplines. That'll be happening. Well, I talked about working through conflict and let's kind of stay on that topic. Okay. Uh, there is a league that we know very well that is really working through conflict right now. They have not found a resolution. That's I'm a talking point. about the MLB. Yeah. They, I am Mr. Segway today. Do you like? Do you plan these or just come all to you, during man? the segment? Okay. That's why usually when you're like, oh, let's talk about, like, I am just trying to think of a segue. Very yeah. nimble. I promise very I'm listening nimble, to you. Sir. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Thank you. I'm yeah. on my game today. You thanks. Are. Thanks to you being here. So from the from the MLB lockout side. Um, we were talking a little bit before we got into this segment about some of the different notions of, you know, where the league is, some of the recent updates we found out today, you know, prior to the show, but what's your take on, on the MLB lockout situation in terms of where we're at and where you think it could go? Um, I think it's a very unfortunate situation that they're in and it's, um, shame on both the major league baseball players association and the league itself for it taking this long to even come to the table. They locked players out on December 2nd. Mm-hmm. What were you doing for the last two months to even come to the table? Right. You lost all of this money in 2020 because of COVID, and now you're risking more financial hardship for yourself, for the teams, for the players. Right. And games being postponed, This not even talking about the cities that host spring training, potentially losing spring training games or spring right. training altogether and what it's going to do to them from right. an economic standpoint. So. Shame on everybody involved for not getting to the table sooner. Uh, you would have thought that the financial hardships they had in 2020 from COVID would have pushed them to get this done absolutely quicker. Um, so I'm not I'm not very excited about where they're at right now. I wouldn't be surprised as we sit here today that uh, spring training is probably shortened. Yep. I think they will do everything in their power to hit opening day at the end of March. Because yep. that's when really the rubber hits the road from a financial standpoint for most 100%. of these teams. Yep. But I think spring training gets shortened. You yeah. Know, they did it a few years back, um, and I, they only had like two two weeks of spring training before they rushed into the regular season because that's when the money's made. Right, right, right. Um, so I really think that's probably what's going to happen. But I'm holding out hope, uh, a little hope, a glimmer that be based on the news today, Major League Baseball is seeking assistance from a federal mediator to come mm-hmm. in and – accelerate these talks to hopefully get something done pretty quick. Um, you know, and you and I were talking in the break. Got to be next week, right? Yeah. That something has to get done in order for spring training to come to fruition as we hope it will. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I think when you look at the logistics, first of all, by by when camps open, let alone spring training games, right. but just when camps open, players report, the deadline's about to be missed. I think, <laughs> so I'm almost positive players and catchers or pitchers and catchers should have reported today. 
I think so, yeah. And I think uh, other position players, usually it's like a week and a half yeah. or a week after. So yep. they're definitely, if they haven't missed the deadline, they're about to. And and that's going to be a really tight window to probably hit. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, to your point, hold out hope. There could be an opportunity, especially with this federal mediator coming in. There, there could be some leeway on both sides. I know in the December meeting, it looked very bleak. The yeah. one they had before the break, it seems like it's starting to get a little bit better. It doesn't feel like it's it's mended, uh, but it feels yeah, like oh, there's yeah. at least one or two improvement points along the way. I think both sides have made concessions, albeit minimal concessions. Yep. Nothing yep. that's really moving the needle largely to getting a deal done, but at least there's progress being made from both sides. Nobody's really dug in too far yet that they're like, forget it. You know, if you if you don't give us this, we're we're just walking out. They're oh at yeah, least, at least they're talking. They may just be talking in circles, which is what it seems like they're doing right now and why the mediator's coming in. Right. Um, but hopefully that this new wrinkle into the process with the mediator is going to accelerate things, like we said, and oh, absolutely. get a deal done, man, because we want the Tigers back. A hundred percent. I love Tiger spring training absolutely. and Lakeland Flying Tiger season. I mean, it's so great to have them right in our backyard. Just a historic relationship that we have with them. Yeah, man. I mean, we're talking about 86 years yeah. for the Tiger spring training here in Lakeland. What would be hopefully the 75th Tigers barbecue coming up later this oh, month. Yes. No event, really good food. No event like it in Major League Baseball that we're aware no. of anyway. No. And a, a historic Tigers barbecue, hopefully on February 23rd, commemorating Mr. Tiger himself, Al Kalon. Yep, yep. Uh, we really, really, really hope that event happens, and we need uh, Major League Baseball and the Players Association to get out of their own way and get a deal done. And maybe that's what we petition for. Listen, we got an event coming up. <laughs> like, we got to get on the phone with it's this mediator. Deal. Listen, like, we're gonna have promo items in the yeah, whole nine. So. I know that you're talking about a lot of important things in regards to the season, but we also have this barbecue coming up. And like, if you could just nudge that in there, that might accelerate some let's of this make discussion. This happen. Forget everybody else. Yeah. Let's, we just, could, let's just make this happen. Please find a way to make this work. There's got to be an opportunity to put it in there. Selfish plug for us. Oh, yeah. Well, listen, just still an opportunity, uh, hopefully there, to find a way to make the season happen. One season that is happening is the NBA and the NBA G League as well. Um, on the G League side, Lakeland Magic, a little bit of a rough stretch. They had a little bit of issues in terms of uh, identifying ways to really, I would say, find a win streak. Um and so really hoping they can kind of pick that back up. The G League this year changed from a full regular season to kind of two split seasons. So okay. the first time they're doing that. So this is technically their regular season right now. Um, remember, new coach as well. It's coach yeah. Joe Barrett taking over, really trying to implement his system. And the bigger thing is a new head coach in Orlando. So a different philosophy in Orlando. That trickles down to Lakeland. Um, Lakeland, uh, funny enough, sorry to go on a rant here, broke, broke a record for call-ups. From the G League team that went up to Orlando basically overnight. Um, so really cool. That is the goal is to bring guys from there Absolutely. up to Orlando. And sometimes at the expense of your own team uh, because you're losing your top players. you know. But ultimately finding ways for them to grow in the NBA. But I think to your point there, man, that's that's why the season probably hasn't gone to plan for right. uh, Coach Bear in, the, in this season. Is that there's been some roster turnover. Oh, yeah. Uh, because the big club, Orlando not having the best season themselves. Mm -mm. So they're getting some playing time for these young guys like Admiral Schofield and, and whomever else is getting called oh, up. Yeah. Hassani Gravit. Hassani Gravit, yep. Um, so it, it's tough. It's tougher on Lakeland to have some continuity and some consistency throughout the season because there's such drastic roster turnover from game to game. 100%. And he actually made a comment because we had him on. Uh, he called in about three weeks ago. He made an interesting comment. He said, you know, when I get to practice – I don't know who's going to be there. Wow. And think of that. Think of being a coach and walking into practice and being like, I don't know who's going to be here today. Wow. I mean, that's just incredible. You that's know, to tough. have to coach, you're basically re coaching a team every time you walk into practice. 
Um, Tough. They are playing tonight. They're playing the Wisconsin Herd tonight, okay. 7 o'clock. Tickets are still available to that. You can head to the RP Funding Center, the box office, rpfundingcenter.com, or the Lakeland Magic official website. Check that out. And real quick, before we get into break, Florida Tropics. Yes. Uh, we have to mention this. They also play at the RP Funding Center. They nine-game homestand. Wow. They beat St. Louis 13-8. to They have won eight consecutive games. They are in fuego. They are top of the league. They're not going to be at home for a while. Uh, March 13th is their next home game, and March 20th is the following home game after that is a Sunday. So plenty of time to watch them on TV if you miss the game, but you'll have to wait till March to go check out some Tropics action, but the hottest team in the MASL right now. Unbelievable product they have over there with the Tropics, and uh, clearly it it shows with what they are doing on the field. Oh, 100%. Uh, So best of luck to the Tropics as they look to extend that winning streak. Absolutely. And speaking of winning streaks, when we come back, we're going to talk about some of our college teams who have also been on fire, like Southeastern. That was a double segue Look right at there. This guy. Amazing stuff. More talk segues. About in fuego today. Oh, more segues and puns when we come back on Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Hey, but right now we are talking sports on Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you by the Hampton Inn Lakeside. Let's do it. Talking sports, Justin LaFerrier and Ryan Buckley. Eric, the music has been stellar today. Keeping us on our toes, Unbelievable. stellar music. Oh, bam lamb Oh, my word. Just nonstop here on Sports Central and Talk Radio 96.7. Ryan and Justin. Man, what three segments we have Loving had. Loving it tonight, man. It is just chemistry is on top of chemistry. Yeah. Unbelievable. This is why we got into this. It's this is exactly why we got it. into this. This is it. <laughs> Um, so we left off with teams that are on fire, and they're from our colleges. I mean, we talk about this every week, man. There is just no shortage of talent in the Polk County area, whether it's a senior in the Polk Senior Games, a youth tournament, or a collegiate student. There, there are just unbelievable talent here. There is one headline. Shout out to Mark McCollum because he finds a lot of this for us as well. Absolutely. There is one headline here that I was staggered by. And it was with Southeastern University. Now, I usually let him talk about this. This is him, all, his alma mater, so he's very passionate about this. Okay. But let me just read the stat to you. Number three Southeastern baseball team used the long ball to sweep University of Fort Lauderdale on a doubleheader yesterday. The score of game one, SEU won 30-1. to one. Wow. <laughs> they had 11 runs in back-to-back innings. On that day alone, they hit 14 home runs in 14 innings thanks to the 10-run rule. Southeastern is now 5-0. and That is out of this world in terms of... St- I mean, That is unbelievable. That is unreal. The power hitting that they're able to control. And it's no wonder why they're three in the nation with a scoreline like that and yeah. statistics like that. Good for them. Is that not incredible? That is insane. I saw that and I was like, oh my word. I cannot believe that's a Talk stat. Talk about that's putting up crooked incredible. numbers, man. Jeez. Yes, that is incredible. Um and then switching over, you know, a similar score line, a little, little bit more reasonable, but Weber International men's lacrosse beating Point University 26-7. to The theme today is blowout, apparently, with our, with, our, with our colleges. Alexander Q had five goals and an assist. Ashton Markham, another great performance, two goals and three assists. Warriors have a two-week break. And then they're going to head up to Indiana. They're going to play Aquinas College and Siena Heights University. Uh, February 17th is the first game up there. So just no shortage of domination here in Poe County. Speaking of domination, man, Florida Southern men's and women's golf teams looking to set off on their spring seasons, multiple national championships there, D2 national mm-hmm. titles from both the men's and women's golf team there. So 
Best of luck to those teams. My alma mater, the Florida Southern Moccasins. And yours That's me as well. and you, man. Oh, right. yeah. Our, I should say our alma mater. <laughs> I'm pretty sure our entire organization is just Florida Southern Moccasins. With yeah. exception of McCollum. McC- yeah, that's right. That's right, yes. <laughs> well, Jenna. Jenna's, a couple Weber people Jenna's in there as Weber. well. Jenna's Weber and yeah, Raylan, yeah. Raylan, yeah. Yeah, it's a good mix right now. And I think what? on our interns, we have one SCU and three Florida Southern. Okay. So we got a pretty good, you know, pretty good, good mix. mix of heavy Florida Southern. Yeah. yeah. They're the best. Kind of. That's right. Oh, that's right. I mean. We're a little biased. Common sense here. Oh, yeah. Come on. Uh, another school, Polk State. Polk State men's basketball team keep looking their recent hot streak going, having won eight of their last nine. Their record now 16-6, and six, so really good win streak for them. Obviously starting at 8-5, and five, if I'm doing math right, improving the 16-6. and six. Next game for them is on the road, Santa Fe College, Saturday, 4 p.m. They're going to come back home, sweet home, when they host St. Petersburg College at 7 p.m. That, uh, that master's degree, hard at work there doing that math. A lot right there. And I've, I've been messing up math a lot lately, so I'm glad it wasn't on the air. I yeah, can do that off the air. You <laughs> mess up the math off You never hear the end of it from... Uh... Jenna McCollum, when you get back to the office. So. No, I would not. On top of the list, they're already going to talk to me about that. Would just be added to it. Hey, man, uh, real quick, February, yep. uh, Russ Matt, right around the corner, man. Right around the corner. Central Florida Collegiate Invitational, mm-hmm. welcoming back what they're estimating to be 240 teams, right? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Right here in, a, just a in the Polk County, people. man. Mm-hmm. It is the largest collegiate spring training invitational in the, in the country. Yeah. And we're excited for it to come back, man. Very excited for it to come back. And it's coming back along with PFX Spring Games, another massive event over February. Softball. So baseball and softball. If you are a baseball or softball fan, you're in the right place. This I mean, there's it. no shortage of fun games you're going to be able to watch over Absolutely. the next couple months. Absolutely. It kicks off here just in a couple weeks, right? Mid-February. Mid-February, yep. And then peaks mid-March. Yeah. Uh, there's, I mean, you imagine the Tigers come back for spring training. We got oh, Russ yeah. Matt in full swing. Baseball, and, I'm excited, man. And on top of that, it's like Christmas morning. Oh, it is. And on top of that, senior softball. So you have senior softball in this upcoming week. It'll be, I believe, February 9th through the 13th is okay. the slate of schedule. About over a hundred senior softball teams that'll be in market. So we're going all over the age spectrum here in we Polk are. County. I mean, a different age pool and talent pool to watch all across Polk County. And uh, again, we talked with our good buddy Dwayne Hopkins. Polk Senior Games kicking off later this month through the entire month of March. So absolutely, um, there's it's going to be an unbelievable opportunity to just see any any sports discipline you want to see. You can find it right here in Central Florida, Polk County. And you know what? There's one other thing I want to touch on too. I know we talk about sports here on Sports Central. There's a big birthday coming up though that I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that you can talk about, and it's on March 19th. Yes. What's happening there? That is it, man. The uh, Central Florida Visitor Information Center's 15th birthday. Unbelievable. Coming up in March, uh, on March 19th, out at uh, the Visitor Center on uh, Highway 27, a quarter mile south of I-4 to exit 55. Uh, We're going to be celebrating, man. We're going to be giving out gifts, cake, uh, doing some uh, special offers for attractions here in Polk County, going to play some games. It's going to be a great time, man. We're going to do it right, do it big, and... uh, Really celebrate 15 years for our visitor information center there in Davenport. Well, happy early birthday! Thank we you, are we are excited. You do see you guys do such a great job out there, Appreciate and it's that. it's such an amazing team that you have developed and that is developed out there. Thank you. You know, from not just visitors, but from local community that are able to learn more about what they can do in the area. 
That's you know? what's, what it's all about, man. We don't we don't want just visitors. We want visitors to come, obviously, come and enjoy it. But we're there for the locals as well, man. We're a welcome center. We want to welcome them in. We want to teach them about what Polk County has to offer because I guarantee, even though you live here, there's probably something you have no idea exists. So very well, come said. see us. Very well said. There's a lot going on that not everybody knows about, and we certainly don't have the time to talk through it all. That's right. But for more information, you can head to www.centralfloridasports.com. And make sure to check out visitcentralflorida.org. A lot of good events that are listed on both those websites. If you want to talk to Mark and Jenna, because they weren't on here, also be sure to call us at 863-551-4750. Justin, this was a pleasure. Oh, I mean, this was pleasure, awesome, dude. man. You'll have to let me crawl out of my hole uh, a little more often and come talk with you. Anytime you want to come back, we'll kick these two out. It's no problem. I'm down with that. Absolutely no problem. Eric agrees. I see him shaking his head in there. We appreciate it, my friend. For Justin LaFerriere, I appreciate you being here, sir. And for Eric in the studio with the best music, this is Ryan Buckley here on Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7.